This episode of Check the Locks is brought to you by our friends at Audible. Audible is your one-stop shop for audio entertainment where you can always find the best of what you love or discover something new. That's right. Audible offers an incredible selection of audiobooks across every genre, from mysteries, thrillers, biographies, and of course, true crime. And as an Audible member, you can choose one title a month from their catalog to keep forever, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. Audible members also get access to thousands of podcasts from popular favorites, exclusive new series, and this very podcast you're listening to now. Plus, the Audible app makes it easy to listen anytime, anywhere. While traveling, working out, walking the dog, doing chores, Audible makes listening anywhere easy. And best of all, Check the Locks listeners can try Audible for free for 30 days. So head over to audibletrial.com slash check the locks or click the link in the show notes to start enjoying Audible today. Warning, Check the Locks podcast is a true crime podcast and may contain graphic descriptions of violence, murder, sexual assault, and more. Check the Locks podcast is not appropriate for all listeners. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Welcome back to Check the Locks presents True Crime for the short on time. As always, I'm John Connor saying thank you for joining us this week as we dive into yet another truly terrifying bite-sized true crime case. Before we get started, you may notice again, I am kind of flying alone this week. So Olivia will be back with us for Monday's episode, but this is an all John short on time episode. So I really hope you guys can hang in there with me. Hopefully it's not too unbearable, but Wanted to make sure we didn't miss an episode, uh, again, just with scheduling and stuff in the holidays. Wanted to make sure we got everything out for you. And, and again, we love doing this podcast in any way that we can. So thank you so much for hanging out with us this week. And we're going to be covering some breaking news. But before we get to that, have to take just a quick minute because we had some really cool news. Have to shout out our friend Ashley in the Facebook group for delivering a brand new baby locksmith, an adorable baby girl, right into the Check the Locks family. So cute. Thank you so much for sharing the good news with us and for showing us in the Facebook group just how adorable that baby is. We really do hope that you are doing well, Ashley. Mom, baby are healthy. And again, just so happy to have you as part of the family. So happy for you and and your family to, to be able to bring in such a beautiful baby. It just made my day when I saw that in the Facebook group. So congratulations. And again, thank you so much for being part of our family. We appreciate you more than we could tell you. I think we're going to have to make a check the locks onesie or bibs or something so we can get something sent out to this adorable baby because she is so stinking cute. But I'm short on time. I know our locksmiths, our listeners, y'all are short on time as well. And Ashley, if you are listening, Your brand new mom, you got that brand new baby smell. I know you are short on time. I have been there as a brand new dad in the past. So what do y'all say? We quit with the Gabby Gabby, get with the Stabby Stabby, and jump into this week's episode where we are heading to California. 
On December 1st, just a few days ago, police informed the public that they were on the hunt for a suspected serial killer, and he had already taken the lives of three unhoused men in the area. The first victim was identified only as a 37-year-old man, and at around 3 a.m. on Sunday, November 26th, he was shot while sleeping alone on the street. The next day, in the wee hours of the morning, another victim would be found. This time, a 62-year-old man murdered in the same way. And on Wednesday, November 29th, yet a third victim was found. This time, it was a 52-year-old man who was shot at around 2.30 in the morning. Additionally, another man was murdered in San Dimas, California on November 28th. This man was Nicholas Cymbalin, a father of two who worked in the IT department of the Los Angeles County Chief Executive Office. He was followed into his garage and robbed of his belongings. Cymbalin was then shot and killed. Now, police urge members of the unhoused community to stay together and look out for one another. And in a press conference, Los Angeles Mayor Karen Bass said, Living on the streets we already know is dangerous. This is a killer who is preying on the unhoused, Bass said. We are calling Angelinos to come together. The city and the region is mobilizing to find this individual. We will find you, we will catch you, and you will be held accountable. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Now, at this press conference, police also released two photographs. One was a blurry picture of a man police believed to be the suspect. The other was a picture of a BMW that police believed their suspect was driving. They urged the public to come forward if they had any information on the potential suspect. But it wouldn't be long before authorities made an arrest. To track their suspect, police used an automatic license plate reader system for a gray 2024 BMW to determine the suspect's whereabouts. Additionally, they used security footage from Cymbalin's murder to map their suspect's movements. And after a traffic stop, police arrested 33-year-old Jared Powell. Powell was charged with four counts of murder, one count of residential robbery, and one count of being a felon with a firearm. Los Angeles District Attorney George Cascone credited the police for working quickly to catch their suspected killer, saying, The swift actions of law enforcement undoubtedly saved lives this week. Now, of course, Jared Powell is considered innocent until proven guilty, but if he is convicted, he could face life in prison without the possibility of parole. And what is the most disturbing? The motive behind the murders is still unknown. So that is this week's Short on Time. We are definitely going to keep tabs on this case as it evolves, as it escalates, as we get more information. But because we've covered stories like the possibility of a serial killer in Chicago or possibilities in Portland, things of that nature, it was really impressive to see the L.A. police say, hey, we are certain we have a serial killer here. And they acted very, very quickly. So I wanted to throw it out to the listeners. What do you think of this case? Do you think this was the best way to handle it? You know, when we go back and look at the cases that we looked at in Portland or Chicago, 
Should those police departments have handled it the same way? What are your thoughts? Reach out to us in the Facebook group on Instagram. Let us know. But when we're talking the deadbolt test, for me personally, I would have to put this case at a six. And the reason for that being, I am not a person who is experiencing homelessness, right? I'm not an unhoused person. You know, I'm lucky enough to have a home and a warm bed to sleep in and things like that. So there is a level of vulnerability to members of that community that I just, you know, will most likely never understand. That is terrifying on its own. But to then think about the fact that you could just be shot randomly on the street, right? If you take the unhoused aspect out of it, you're just on the street. You're out late. You know, this could be maybe you're leaving a bar or a restaurant or a night with friends and you're just walking down the street and somebody decides that they're just going to come up and shoot you and take your life. And to me, that's very, very scary. So I'm going to put this at a six. But as always, we have to throw it out to our listeners, our locksmiths. Where does suspected serial killer Jared Powell fall on your deadbolt test? You can let us know. Reach out to us on Instagram at Check the Locks Pod. Find us on Twitter at Check the Locks. And if you're not in our Facebook group, what are you doing? Come hang out with us. You can see some adorable baby pictures, and we would love to get to know you, get to spend some time with you. And as always, if you are interested in financially supporting Check the Locks, you can do so by becoming a patron. Head over to patreon.com forward slash check the locks. Get signed up today. We got a lot of great benefits, exclusive tiers, you know, special stickers, t-shirts, coffee mugs, all things that you can only get for being a patron. Plus you get the episodes ad free and early. So if you love check the locks, but you hate commercials, Patreon is the way to go. So again, if you like what we do, you want to support us. That is patreon.com forward slash check the locks. And listen, if you can't financially support the show, we definitely understand just listening Sharing what we do with your friends and family means just as much, if not more. So if that is you, you're hanging out with us every week. You're sending links to the people that are important to you, letting them know to check out the show. Just know that we appreciate that more than we could ever put into words, right? Our whole goal is to grow the show, the audience, our family, the community. And the best way to do that is by you sharing it. It is that grassroots growth. So again, if that is you, you're sharing what we do with the people who matter to you. Just know we appreciate you so much. That is all that we have for this week's case, but please make sure that you are subscribed to Check the Locks on your favorite podcast app so that you never miss an episode. We will see you again next week with a brand new, truly terrifying true crime case. But until then, don't forget to check the locks. We'll see you next week.